Hello there, welcome to the 10 minute recap. Now this week we're gonna be looking at Psalm 147 to Proverbs 20. So Psalm 147, it's a call to worship God for how he takes care of Israel and more broadly how God keeps and cares for nature. Now I like to highlight verses 10 and 11 because they're a pretty nice sample of the kind of language used here. They say this, his pleasure is not in the strength of the horse, nor his delight in the legs of the warrior. The Lord delights in those who fear him, who put their hope in his unfailing love. Psalm 148 is also a call to praise God, but it's calling on specific things and entities to praise God, things from the heavens and from the earth. So the first half focuses on things from the heavens, like the angels, the sun, moon, and stars, and then the second half focuses on earthly things like sea creatures, lightning, snow, clouds, and then kings, and of course, people. Psalm 149 is a call for Israel to praise God, specifically with dancing and music. It talks about the role that God's people will take in judging the nations. So the praise of God will be in their mouth and a double-edged sword in their hands. True justice. God's justice will come to everyone. Now, finally, to close out the book of Psalms, we have Psalm 150, and it's a very fitting song to close out the book. It contains six verses of calls to praise. Praise God in the sanctuary in the heavens. Praise him with instruments and dancing. Let everything that has breath praise the Lord. Okay, so now we can move on to Proverbs. And this collection, it, I mean, it is a collection of ancient wisdom sayings. And Proverbs 1 really does serve as an introduction to the book as a whole. We've got the author, the purpose, and premise all laid out for us here. The author is Solomon, son of David. The purpose for writing is to pass on wisdom and instruction. And the premise is that the beginning of all true wisdom is the fear of the Lord. So one must have this, this reverential awe, this understanding of God's greatness and one's own inadequacy in order to begin to learn wisdom. So this, rather than being proud in one's own wisdom, is the proper approach to Proverbs. Chapter one then continues on with a sort of prologue, and it's written as if Solomon's teaching his son. He admonishes his son to listen to his instruction and not to forsake his mother's teaching. So submitting yourself to your father and mother's wisdom is a good thing. We're supposed to learn from them. There's then a warning about associating with sinful men, how it's only going to lead to death, and how ill-gotten gain, it seems like a good idea, but it's not. The chapter then takes a really interesting pivot and we see wisdom personified as a woman and she's calling out in all the public high traffic areas of the city. Wisdom wants people to repent so that she can teach them. And an overall theme emerges then in chapter one, resisting evil, especially your own evil and embrace wisdom uh, to be learned from, uh, you know, wisdom in general is going to teach you. Your elders are going to teach you. The main idea then in Proverbs 2 is that if you seek wisdom and apply your heart to understanding, then you'll understand the fear of the Lord and you will find the knowledge of God. So the benefits of this are success and protection. You will know justice and fairness. You will have discretion to guard you 
and save you from wicked men and women. So it's a very practical thing to have wisdom in the world. You're going to know stuff. Now in Proverbs 3, we're given a series of objectives with their results. So let love and faithfulness never leave you. You will win favor and a good name. Trust in the Lord with all your heart and lean not on your own understanding. In all your ways, submit to him and he will make your path straight. Do not be wise in your own eyes. Fear the Lord and shun evil, health and nourishment for your body. Honor the Lord with your wealth and you'll have good harvests. Don't despise God's discipline or rebuke because God's discipline means he loves you. Now, this chapter ends with a section on all of wisdom's benefits, many, many benefits. Proverbs 4 continues the theme of the value of wisdom. Basically, it's priceless, so we need to get it at all costs. Wisdom and understanding serve to protect our life, while being foolish is death. Proverbs 5 highlights the dangers of sexual immorality, and it gives harsh harsh warnings against adultery. So following God has always involved self-denial. And and here's a sample of the chapter from verses 21 to 23. For your ways are in full view of the Lord, and he examines all your paths. The evil deeds of the wicked ensnare them. The cords of their sin holds them fast. For lack of discipline, they will die, led astray, by their own great folly. Harsh words. Proverbs 6 contains some practical advice for various situations. So some examples are when you're trapped in a foolish situation, get out and don't rest until you're out. So just don't get complacent. Don't stay in a foolish situation. Uh, while you're at it, it tells us do not be lazy don't, and don't be a troublemaker. The chapter also gives us a list of seven things that God hates. Haughty eyes, a lying tongue, hands that shed innocent blood, a heart that devises wicked schemes, feet that are quick to run to evil, a false witness who pours out lies, and a person who stirs up conflict in the community. Proverbs 7 is another warning against adultery. There's, there's going to be a lot in Proverbs. But we actually have adultery personified by a woman here. And she's pitted up against the personification of wisdom. So these, these two women are compared and contrasted. Lady Wisdom, who walks through the city calling for repentance and followers. And the adulterous woman, or Folly, roams through the street looking for victims. Wisdom is your sister, your blood, your ally and partner. Folly is your lover who makes you feel good with lies, but will result in your death. Proverbs 8 continues talking about wisdom and her work in the streets, which is still contrasting her with the evil adulteress. This time, Lady Wisdom is imagined as a mother. She says in verse 32 to 36, Now then, my children, listen to me. Blessed are those who keep my ways, for those who find me find life and receive favor from the Lord. But those who fail to find me harm themselves. All who hate me love death. 
In Proverbs 9, the two ladies continue being contrasted. Wisdom is a woman who has built up her house, prepared a meal, and invites all the simple to come in and get wisdom from her. Folly sits at the door of her, her house, inviting the simple in to die. She has nothing to offer them except for death. Proverbs 10 moves on to what wisdom looks like applied in real life versus what foolishness looks like. So specifically, this chapter focuses on good versus evil speech. Uh, the mouth of the righteous is a fountain of life, but the mouth of the wicked conceals violence. Proverbs 11 gives many consequences for behavior. So for example, the famous, when pride comes, then comes disgrace, but with humility comes wisdom. Or this, those who are kind benefit themselves, but the cruel bring ruin on themselves. Proverbs 12 continues to contrast the righteous life with the wicked life. So some samples here are, whoever loves discipline loves knowledge. Whoever hates correction is stupid, and fools show their annoyance at once, but the prudent overlook an insult. Proverbs 13 continues on with the practical advice. So things like where there is strife, there is pride, but wisdom is found in those who take advice and walk with the wise and become wise for a companion of fools suffers harm. Some samplings from Proverbs 14 are the wisdom of the prudent is to give thought to their ways, but the folly of fools is deception. And there is a way that appears to be right, but in the end, it leads to death. From Proverbs 15, we get the famous, a gentle answer turns away wrath, but a harsh word stirs up anger. And better a little with the fear of the Lord than great wealth and turmoil. Better a small serving of vegetables with love than a fattened calf with hatred. From Proverbs 16, to humans belong the plans of the heart, but from the Lord comes the proper answer of the tongue. All a person's ways seem pure to them, but motives are weighed by the Lord. Commit to the Lord whatever you do, and he will establish your plans. The Lord works out everything to its proper end, even the wicked, for a day of disaster. Then from Proverbs 17, Whoever mocks the poor shows contempt for their maker. Whoever gloats over disaster will not go unpunished. And a personal favorite of mine, because I have applied it too many times to count, even fools are thought wise if they keep silent and discerning if they hold their tongues. Proverbs 18 continues this, types, this type of advice with fools find no pleasure in understanding, but delight in airing their own opinions. Did you hear that? Let me read that one more time. Fools find no pleasure in understanding, but delight in airing their own opinions. I think that very appropriately sums up so much of online culture. Or how about this? To answer before listening, that is folly and shame. Proverbs 19 then adds, Desire without knowledge is not good. How much more will hasty feet miss the way? And this, 
Stop listening to instruction, my son, and you will stray from the words of knowledge. We need to create habits of listening to instruction. Okay, finally for today, Proverbs 20 contains the same proverb twice. So the author clearly thinks it's important. Uh, And it's about not showing partiality. It's about being fair and honest. It says this, the Lord detests differing weights and dishonest scales do not please him. Okay, that wraps up Psalms 147 to Proverbs 20. I hope you are enjoying getting caught up. I hope that you're ready to tackle our next week of Bible reading. And until next time, happy reading and happy studying. Thank you so much for watching. We want to keep producing high quality biblical content, but we can't do it without your support. If you feel called to support us, please click the link in the description under donate. Your support really means a lot to us.